0: What's up everybody? Welcome back to my channel. It's time for a recap of the 12th episode of this season's Teen Mom OG. We start off with it being Ryan's wedding and the very sober groom and his teeny bopper wife cannot start drinking too soon. Mackenzie mentions to her friends that she looks forward to hearing Ryan's vows before we switch over to him telling his groom's party that he doesn't care too much about his vows and that he'll wing it while at the altar. How romantic. We quickly move over to the wonderful world of Farah, where her Mom, Deborah, and her Valley Girl accent call her fiance, Dr. David, to show off a sign that counts down the amount of days until their wedding. Actually, Dr. David called Deborah to wish her a happy birthday, and she brings up the sign. And as soon as she brings it up, he like hangs up on her like almost immediately he's like all right that's great gotta go a doctor's coming to talk to me and I felt like that was awfully convenient considering way earlier in the season she had mentioned counting down the days until their wedding and he literally said that he didn't really care too much to do that himself so it seemed to me more like he's kind of irritated with her being a groupie over this whole wedding thing and I shouldn't even say groupie a bride has the right to be excited and counting down to her wedding he's just a bit of an asshole after that um, Deborah talks to a producer about how Farah's negativity and her decision to work in um, the sex industry has negatively impacted the entire family, you know, including herself and um, Farah's daughter Sophia as well. And then she starts crying and saying that her love for Farah is unconditional. It's ultrasound time down in Indiana as Amber gets one done and finds out that she is having a boy. I wonder, as I was looking at that ghastly, ghastly, ghastly baby Leah tattoo on the left side of her stomach, whether or not she was going to dedicate the right side to this baby boy that's about to be, you know, here soon and like absolutely atrocious Andrew cried with happy tears at the at the news he mentioned that he thought he was going to be having a girl because his family is full of girls and Amber mentioned that she's excited to break this news during Leah's birthday party which I felt like was an extremely bad taste considering the fact that she doesn't even really hang out with Leah too much and this is Leah's big day with her friends and her family and so Amber shouldn't be trying to upstage her own daughter with like news of another child it's kind of like all right auntie Amber you don't even raise me so what do I care about this new child that you're gonna be having it's really rude but classic amber Kate looked absolutely exhausted driving Nova to preschool while Tyler saw Butch off to rehab and Tyler revealed that um, Butch actually managed to get in for free and that he gets to stay for six months remember 90 days was almost $50,000 so it is incredible that the facility will let them in for free because you know it's great publicity the whole MTV thing but it's also sad for other people who wouldn't have been able to afford it because remember Kate and Ty were gonna pay for this for Butch anyway because they have that kind of money and it's just you know the rich getting richer again in these sorts of cases though I do understand it from a marketing perspective back in Deborah's world she asked Sophia uh, whether or not she wants to attend her wedding again and Sophia suddenly says yes and says that she already told her yes before before, which I was kind of like where did this come from how come there was no context provided or anything like that I really do wonder what changed um, you know between Farah and Deborah now Ryan pulls up to his wedding still drinking like it's prom and accidentally pulls up to Mackenzie's ex- entrance and she literally has to hide in the bushes while her you know bridesmaids shoo him away next up to Macy and Taylor also pull up drinking and as usual her tan is absolutely atrocious like she literally cannot get a tan right. Look how one half of our arm is literally orange and the other half is white, white, white. Backstage at the wedding, a groomsman asks Ryan about his vows yet again, and Ryan's still like, oh, I've got nothing. I'm gonna wing it, dude. And so the guy's like, yeah, just tell Mackenzie that you, you love her and you'll always be there for her. And Ryan literally says, I don't know if I can promise that dude, like what the hell is going on here? It's finally time for Ryan to walk down the aisle and he just strolls on there like laughing and chewing on dip and he just looked so tacky and like he didn't take his big day seriously whatsoever. He literally never stopped chewing on that dip whether it was vow time or what have you. So as they're up up there doing their vows after Mackenzie walks down um, the aisle and Ryan gets her all these creepy like, like looks and stuff. Um, They kind of debate over who's gonna go first and it's kind of like, isn't this what rehearsal dinners are for? Are you not supposed to kind of go over this stuff? And so Ryan's like, who goes first? I go first? I don't care, I'll go first. And so he goes first and he literally says like the lamest shit ever. He's like, oh, uh, Mackenzie, I love you. I promise to always love you, be your best friend and faithful and always there for you. That's literally all he said and it was absolutely embarrassing. I don't like Mackenzie whatsoever, but I felt bad for her in that um moment because it is just so embarrassing for all of your friends and family to witness how little your, you know, husband seems to care about you. Mackenzie says her vows next and her vows to Ryan say something like, I'm always falling for you harder and harder every day. I promise to take things every day, minute, hour, second, millisecond, nanosecond, classic Mackenzie. I wonder if she was throwing shade at um, everyone for remember the last reunion when she did the nanosecond thing to Macy. and um you know it just it was so obvious that she took her vows seriously and she really had to have felt humiliated by the shit that he gave her considering you know how beautiful her vows were disingenuous maybe i do think that she's a disingenuous gold digger but you can't deny that she actually put effort into her vows while her husband did not another awkward moment for them up at the altar was when it was finally time for them to kiss the officiant didn't even tell them he kind of just stood there after Mackenzie did her vows and so rand's like well do I kiss her and it was just okay awkward and then they kind of walked down the you know that celebratory first I pronounce you blah 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 walk down the aisle thing and it was still awkward it was like two cousins being forced to like you know act in the school play as husband and wife it was just weird as shit and then mackenzie calls ryan out for already being drunk things go from bad to worse as ryan gets drunk as a skunk and starts picking a fight with mackenzie because she's not yet as like drunk as he is and then macy and mimi jen share a sweet moment before ryan and mackenzie arrive and they don't even have like a big entrance or anything like that like it doesn't have to be the most grand thing like you know Fireworks and twerking down, like to announce your presence, but like it was weird. The DJ didn't announce them, they didn't like come in as a unit, celebrate. It was just weird as hell, man. Let's just talk for a minute and say Mackenzie has some great taste. I loved her dress, I loved her earrings. Her hair was beautiful, and um, the table settings were gorgeous as well. The only thing that I, you know, would say about it was that her tan was too intense, like she was literally orange, but otherwise. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Like there were so many beautiful elements to this wedding. While at the bar, the two of them start bickering about money as usual. Uh, Ryan asks Mackenzie how much money she's got left over because apparently he gave her five grand, and she says that she's got a hundred dollars left. And he's like, "I don't know. I don't believe that you only have a hundred dollars left. I gave you five grand this morning. Like, would you spend it on? You know, was it your hair or makeup? Because I don't believe it cost that much." And as I keep saying in my recaps. It's so interesting how much Ryan mentions money to Mackenzie. I think that like he low-key reads the blogs and stuff and like comment sections and Twitter and knows that everyone thinks that Mackenzie is a gold digger who's using him for his teen mom money and it's starting to manifest in their relationship. Have you heard of a couple arguing about money and the husband literally accusing the wife of stealing like at the wedding? like? Damn, that's embarrassing shit, girl. They then share a first dance to a song that they have never chosen. Um, Like, Ryan was like, oh, what song's gonna play? Blah, 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 And then they had no coordination or chemistry at all while they danced. And again, while they were dancing, Ryan brought up money again. Like, oh, you seriously only have $100 left? And then Mackenzie answered yes again. Like, I could even prove it to you. You really have to prove to your own husband that you didn't steal money or like squirrel it away? Like, what's going on? And then, Uh, after this conversation, the song is still going on and Ryan's like, can we stop now and... Man, I like no words for how cringe tastic this wedding was. When Ryan is finally put out of his misery via the DJ, Mackenzie and her friends laugh about like how lackluster his vows were. And her friend even says, dude, that first dance was awkward. Like, you guys just didn't seem to have any like thing going on between you there. It was just awkward. And her dad, like, even seems to be unimpressed by everything as well. Next up, it is our sweet little Leah's birthday, and Amber starts talking about how big her belly has gotten before the shady ass producers cut on over to Gary eating pizza and I could have sworn they zoomed in on his belly. Now she then announces the gender of her baby to a severely underwhelmed crowd. I also have to note y'all Amber seems so uninvolved with Leah's birthday party like you don't have to be together with the uh, father of your child to put on a united front for this birthday and you can just tell this piece of shit didn't even offer to pay for anything for this birthday either I can almost guarantee you that much because listen Gary is the one who brought in all the pizzas, probably paid for them all himself. He's the one who brought out the cake himself. Christina couldn't be there because her daughter can't film and she had her daughter at that time. And um, Gary brought out the cake himself as well. And Amber kind of just sat there like another guest. Like what the heck was there? I would be embarrassed if I were her and literally contributed nothing but like a gift or two to my own daughter's, you know, my only child's birthday that is absolute BS and I have to say I am way more involved than she is when it comes to my own nephew's birthday like I'm touching that cake I am ordering in some food for my little king like what is going on with this girl like she acts like Leah is a distant ass cousin and it's sad that she thought that her trifling ass should you know go over there and announce the gender of her child at the birthday party for a child that she literally pays no attention to and hey Amber are you even caught up on child support yet? Back at rehab, a counselor asks Butch if he's done various drugs and he admits to having done crack, cocaine, injecting and doing crack uh, cocaine even just three or four days ago and then he starts crying about feeling overwhelmed by everything. Then we cut on over to Farah who's been MIA this episode actually. She's leaving for a studio to film an MTV special with her mother Deborah. and so Deborah goes and waits in the car as Farah gets her contacts put in and then her producer Kristen reveals that Farrah is 30 minutes late so they're running behind schedule. Farah finally comes down and when she opens the door to the car and discovers that her mother Deborah had been waiting there all that time, she calls for her producer Kristen and starts off by saying, Kristen, first of all, you know I don't like you but um, you need to get along with people and stop causing drama and problems in my life and if you're not going to do that then you need to just stop working with me and stay out of my way. It is so crazy to me that there are people who have been raised to believe that it's okay to talk down to other people and to just treat them like shit like it is absolutely insane what this reality tv camera has done to this girl i mean she was already trash from jump but like it is really really emphasized who she is at the core of her being and it's pathetic so she then rolls up her window as kristen responds and uh drives away and kristen and the other producer then just kind of laugh at how psychotic fair is. I'm pretty sure that's all you can do sometimes when it comes to her. It's now time to cut the cake at Ryan's wedding and it turns out that Ryan was not involved in that either. Surprise, surprise. He literally stands there and asks Mackenzie what flavor the cake was and how much it costs. Like, this wedding has to be, like, top 10 most pathetic things I've ever seen, like, in my life. Not even just in team Mom, but in my life. This is so embarrassing, Mackenzie. Like, you driving your strung out High ass husband passed out behind the wheel, like from the passenger side to your first wedding was embarrassing enough, but this just like escalates that. Like, I really didn't think it could get worse, and yet here we are. As this was going on, a drunken um, Ryan's mom, Jen, and Macy have this really sweet conversation about how, you know, they want everything to be good between them. Macy's like, you know, you're still my mom. And it was so sweet. But oh my god, Mackenzie's dad in the background just wouldn't shut the hell up as the two of them were talking. Like he was just there in the background like, "Uh, uh, like, dude, shut up. These two people are in a deep conversation. And like, it's obvious that uh, Mimi Jen wishes that it was Macy who was the bride here because she He paid your ass dust. Things actually take a turn for the better when Ryan's dad, uh, Larry, takes the microphone and thanks everyone for coming over to the wedding. And um, Ryan continues to drink his face off as Larry starts crying before announcing the importance of friendship and saying that Mackenzie is and telling Ryan that Mackenzie's gonna be his best friend who spends his money and kicks his butt when he needs it and is always gonna be there for him when he needs it as well, before acknowledging that he married his own best friend in Jen, who was crying. They're so cute sometimes. Guys, how funny is it that the only time that Ryan took his wedding seriously and even showed a hint of emotion, like he literally cried, was when his dad gave a speech. It just goes to show how much Ryan loves his dad and tolerates his wife. It was absolutely crazy. Because from then on, it seemed that uh, Ryan kind of sobered up, not literally like I'm no longer drunk, but like, you know, in the sense of coming to and understanding the gravity of, you know, the commitment you just made in front of your friends and family. And um, it was a sweet moment between everybody. Now back at the spite farm, the enforcer Gary and his wife Christina recap Leah's birthday and reveal that Leah doesn't have as much to say about Amber being pregnant with a brother despite the fact that Leah always wanted a baby brother and that it was on her Christmas wish list as well. They say that Leah only wanted a brother from them because they're her family and she hardly sees Amber. Um, Remember, Amber went from only seeing Leah once throughout the entire summer to trying to see her more often to put on a front for Andrew that she he was a good mother when he started visiting her in Indiana but they blow up her spot yet again and say that she actually hasn't been visiting Leah that much again since she's gotten pregnant. It's time to say goodbye uh, between Butch and Tyler over at rehab and they both cry and it was so heartwarming I even shed a little thug tear myself. Now guys, that wraps up the episode, it was a bit abrupt switching um, back over to a really short scene between Tyler and Butch but it was a sweet way to end it and I really do hope that Butch gets better considering addiction seems to have been a lifelong thing for him and he did go through a lot in his life, but when the hell are we going to see Farrah get fired? Because they teased it as if it was going to happen this episode, and now they're teasing it as if it's the next episode. But I'm tired of my heart being played around with. I want to see this now. You guys, what did you think about everything that went down in the 12th episode of Teen Mom OG? Make sure to leave all of your thoughts and opinions in the comments section down below. And as usual, we'll chat. You can also like this video, subscribe for more. Feel free to share it with your friends as well, and follow me across social media where I absolutely love chatting with you. That's all for now. Thank you so much for watching and I'll see you next time.